0: Welcome to another week of the Fiber Coven Podcast. We're happy to be back with you. We took a little week off, but we are so glad to be here. We usually start out with a little bit of news, and I think Emily's got some for us. I do. I have two shows
1: happening in the month of April that you can come see me and all of my pins and various wares at. The first Mm -hmm. one is the Crafty Supermarket, which is in Cincinnati, Ohio, at the uh, Music Hall Ballroom thing uh it's indoors it's totally free to come and see all the artists there's like over 100 artists there it's really fun and it is from 11 until 5 p.m. on Saturday the 16th of April so come to that and then the week after that I will be in Louisville which is where i live so if you want to see me. I'm a cool local artist if you are also from Louisville. Uh, I will be at the Paris Town Spring into Derby Art Festival, uh, which is friday the 22nd it's like two hours in the evening from like 5 30 to 7 30 and then pretty much all day on saturday the 23rd and sunday the 24th that one is outside in the paris town area right over by the cafe if you are familiar with that area there will be other artists there's going to be like derby drink specials there's music
0: at night and that one is also free to attend so come check me out wonderful sweet wow Since we did have a little more time, since we didn't record last week, did you finish anything? I did. I'm wearing it. I knew that. Yeah. It's
1: (laughs) the vanilla macaron version of my macaroon box pattern. So this is the free version of the pattern. All garter. It's just plain garter. It does have a uh, nice slip stitch selvage to -hmm. give it a nice clean edge. But yeah, just plain garter, it uses the whole, it's designed for a sock set. Uh, All the macaroon box shawls are designed for a sock set. So it uses the whole main skein and then has the mini skein as a little bit of a border stripe, which is cute. Um, And it just makes a nice crescent shawl. It's very simple. It's basically just run one row. Uh, The pattern will be up for free on Ravelry and Payhip uh, in the next couple of weeks. I think my plan is to have it come out to everyone at large on April 12th. Uh, So that's the tentative plan for release. But if you want it early fiber coven, people currently have access to it. If you want to knit it a little bit early, it's up on the fiber coven for early access uh, to make the vanilla macaroon box shawl and the lavender macaroon box will come out the same day. So
0: I like it. I like it too. I like the border. It looks to be about an inch wide and I think it's a nice amount of contrast. It's just Mm -hmm. once again, perfect for those sock sets. And I think uh, you were telling me the plan was to start out with an introductory price. And as you develop more patterns to add to this macaron collection, the price will go up. But if you buy it early, your pattern will just update and you will get access to more things. Exactly. Yes. And one of my whips is another
1: version of it. So I really like it. Why don't you just
0: start showing it to us now? Let's stay on the macaron train.
1: I will. One last thing about this one, because it's so simple, really good replacement project for socks, and it will be good for beginners because it's just like you just knit pretty much. This is the wrong project pack. This is the right project (laughs) pack. This is the new version of the (gasps) Macaron box.
0: Oh my goodness. It is so delightful. It looks like almost like waffle weave.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is like kind of a waffle texture. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm, it's a slip stitch pattern playing with some texture to create this. And I think it is, so I'm using the Poly Pocket sock set from my collaboration with Junk Yarn and it's a micro-stripe skein. So it's like mm-hmm. a half and half skein that if it was knit into socks, it would micro-stripe. But I think that the slip stitches are really splitting that up nicely so that it is working well in the crescent shape. Uh, and mm-hmm. this one is the first macaroon box that I am uh, using the mini at the beginning of the shawl. Um, I have the vanilla one I'm wearing where it's at the end, the lavender one, it's at the end, the caramel one, it's kind of throughout, but this one, it's at the beginning of the shawl. And
0: mm-hmm. it's so, that bubblegum pinky pink.
1: Yeah. And I still have this much left of the mini and I'm pretty much going to use... All of the mini like this, mm-hmm. and then transition to just using the big skein.
0: Excellent! It just looks so lovely. Yeah, it's oh, very what a nice progress fun. keeper you have on it.
1: It matches the yarn and everything. <laughs> I have my ghost game progress keeper on there, looking all cute, matching the yarn and its little hot pink sparklesness. But yeah, Your this plan- is fun.
0: Is your plan to continue that slip stitch, almost waffly texture with the just one color when you run out of the mini? That is my plan. I hope that it
1: continues to look nice with that color. If it doesn't, I might come up with something else, but that is currently
0: my plan. It looks super cool. I am excited about this collection. Yay. I have not been knitting a super ton, but the one thing I have been knitting a lot on is my Northeasterly blanket. This is the bottom. This is the cast on edge. I have six. Yeah. It's bigger than the last time I saw it. Six. It looks really good. I think I've been having a lot of fun with it. I I worked in this. I got scraps from another friend. I worked in this storyteller yarn that was really pretty. My friend who is the dyer behind electric love yarn. She had this. That's who I got some more scraps from. And she, she knit a love note sweater in this one. It's really pretty. It's like soft greens and storytellers really good at combining little pops of neons with little pops of grungy things. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what this one is. Something that I started doing that I thought might be a helpful tip for anybody else knitting a northeasternly or anything else modular is I put a progress keeper in the last, st- like marking the corner where I bound off on each modular piece, so I knew where to finish joining it. Ah. So that, that's been helpful for me as I finish up a couple rows. I don't think I'm going to be able to finish up another row, just another row because of color placements. So I think I'm going to, when I run out of yarn, I'm going to be at uh, five completed rows and uh, two, maybe two or three partials. So we shall see how that goes. Nice. hmm The only other things I've been working on are socks. We've been watching a little bit. We finished up watching Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett, which was, I must say, delightful the second time around. And um, it got me through a little more of my yoga socks. Right now, it's just a little two by two ribbing tube with a hole for my heels and toes. Not very mm-hmm. exciting, but I hope to finish these. Nice. But can I show you my exciting sock? Yeah, I have an <laughs> exciting sock too. Oh yes! Well, we have it. We will have exciting sock times. Mm-hmm. Um, you just get yours out. We can just show them. <laughs> um, we're both knitting on a pattern that is in development by our in-house designer Emily O'Brien. That's me. That's Ooh. Emily. Ooh. Yes. Yes. Pretty. So it's Tolkien themed because I'm doing the year-long there and back again knit along free to join in. It's technically a knit along. It's make along any fiber craft that's Tolkien themed come join in. Um, I'm doing mine in this dark kind of chocolatey Brown, which I'm calling build a pony. And my background color is Thranduil and it looks kind of murky. I got through the main chart and I'm into the, um, just, uh, going along chart at the bottom mm-hmm. before I do my heel and I'm ready to place my heel, but life had got in the way. Nice. But it's good. I'm doing the largest size and I really, really have been liking sitting on my bench in the sunshine on my deck and listening to Lord of the Rings on audiobook and working on this. Yay. Mm -hmm. Show me yours. (gasps) Surprise.
1: You thought I was ripping it out, but I figured out a way to not rip it out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. It's a whole sock. I have a whole sock. You have a whole sock and it is a full colorwork sock and it is stunning. I can't believe it. I haven't
1: blocked it yet because I'm going to block the two of them together. So <laughs> it will look a little bit cleaner when it's blocked. But yeah, here it is. I think oh my it's gosh. very nice. So what I did too- I think to, it's very nice too. I had talked to Lauren yesterday and I was afraid that I was going to have to rip it out because I was thinking that it was getting a little bit too long in the foot uh, for me because I had measured from- like this part of the heel turn when I was measuring mm-hmm. my heel to foot, and really it like stretches out a little bit further mm-hmm. past that when you wear it, mm-hmm. which is making it a little bit long, and was a mistake on my part because I don't usually have to do that measurement when I make socks. It's
0: uh, a design element now.
1: Yes. So I have, I started the decreases while this chart is still going on, on the toe because of the angle of the color work that works out fine. Uh, so I didn't have to rip out and it looks really nice. So you can see there that the decreases kind of start
0: along that edge there. And now I have finished sock and the pattern it mirrors. So what is up by the cuff, like reverses and it is mirrored in the toe and it's uh reminiscent of elven architecture, it's really pretty. I really enjoy the different look of our two versions. I'm excited, yeah, they look really cool. Yeah, so mine I have uh the shadow
1: facts colorway as my kind of main color, and my background is the um Tenubial colorway, mm-hmm.
0: so yeah, and I think it's gonna look uh interesting and a little different because I'm test knitting the larger size, so my kind of a uh, column section will be longer mm-hmm. on both sides. I'm very excited about this.
1: Yes, yeah, I am doing the medium size for my medium foot. So Lauren's is going to be a little bit longer and have a little bit more of this kind mm-hmm. of mirror, stripey part, which I think turned out really nice. Um, I like I how love the heel Yeah, the yeah, cool. The column.
0: The column motif continues perfectly through the heel flap as well as the gusset and it is just lovely thank you Yeah, i need
1: to write up the gusset for you so you can do the gusset but you have through you i
0: gave you the heel flap right so mm-hmm. cool yeah hopefully i will find some magic time <sighs> yes.
1: is that all we've been working on i have my vanilla oh. sock as well oh, yeah that is yes it. yes Keep opening the wrong project bag uh, <laughs> i have one vanilla Ooh. sock this is and that's teeny button studio very uh, nice the 3am on bourbon street color it is so cheerful there's hot pinky purples greeny yellows yeah and it's kind of doing like a little spiral stripe situation which is fun
0: mm-hmm. um and
1: it's just a vanilla sock they're gonna go in the giftmas pile this is the second sock i just got past the
0: heel Oh my goodness. You're flying.
1: Yeah. Well, I had, I drove to Chicago last weekend. Right. that's why we didn't right. record. So I had some plain car knitting time, uh, and I'm going to see Chad's performing with the ballet today. So I'm going to knit on this at the ballet later today. Very nice. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's all I've been working. That's, that's a lot. You've made a lot of progress.
1: Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> I guess we can talk about acquisitions. I do have a, a teeny little acquisition. I have some I, stuff. I was in my local gun shop, which is and Nuts. So it's great. If you're in Tahoe, check them out. I picked up some elastic for ah. cuffs and mm-hmm. such. If I have any saggy cuffs, I want to work it in. Or maybe I might put a little bit in the bottom of a bralette. So That's a good a idea. a spool of black elastic. Nice. What
1: did you get? Um, Well, I said I was waiting on this when we recorded last, which is Mm -hmm. the (gasps) Ichabod skein from Nomadic Yarns. And it's so majestic. Classic Halloween. It's the most Halloween that has ever Halloweened. So these are, I have made Halloween socks the past two years. I made my black flame candle socks and then I made my porg socks that were kind of Halloween-y and Instagram was mm-hmm. really enjoying those. So I was like, I want to make myself Halloween socks again this year because I like having long Halloween socks. They're fun. Mm-hmm. So I got it on her uh, BFL base, which she calls a uh, Brit sock. And that is my favorite of her bases that she does. And I like that base. I use it a lot yeah it's good it's good two ply Mm -hmm. yep nice two ply sturdy and it Mm -hmm. is for those of you on audio it's like orange and bright bright purple and gray and white so it's gonna be very Mm -hmm. halloween fun colors i love it and i will be making my witch's brew pattern for that as well it can be long because i gotta have long halloween witch socks And other stuff I got, I was visiting my family in Chicago and my sister gave me this crystal. Very nice. She clear. gives me small pocket rocks. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I got that clear quartz and it's very clear like glass. It is. It's pretty. And I also got a R2D2 Tamagotchi and I thought this was funny. It's this is a, one of the chibi Tamagashis, which are very small. Yeah, they're really small. They, they're they like less of an interface than like the 90s ones. Even they're like kind of a glorified little watch game. Uh, it beeps every now and then and you can like feed it when it beeps, but it, it doesn't have a lot going on with it. It's just kind of cute and themy. But I thought this was funny. I was a bad R2-D2 mom and left it on my desk. Uh, when I went to the office the other day and instead of dying Jawas came and took him <laughs> and now there's, there's a little sand crawler on there because he got taken by Jawas so yeah, that was funny and pretty good you. that's <laughs> excellent yes yeah, so I have to restart him because he was currently taken by (laughs) childless it's the r2d2 version of death (laughs) scrapped out in the dune sea yes yes um and then my last little thing that i got is this little popper guy which i just picked up when i was at target it's just one of those little poppets uh i like that it's on a keychain and it's a little small one so i can put Mm -hmm. it on my tote bag and fidget with it very nice. Oh, Looks look like a waffle. Nice. Little waffle neon popper thing.
0: Fun. A cult corner? Yeah. We're having another installment of Learn Beginner Astrology with Emily and Lauren, because we're now in Aries season. So we are. Let's dip our toes into what it what being an Aries is all about. Totes. While Aries
1: season is March 21st through April 19th, uh, if, if it's your sun sign and it is the first sign in the zodiac and it's also the first fire sign because it's the first sign in general uh, so it's like the uber cardinal sign um, mm-hmm. and that defines a lot of the characteristics associated with it so it's fire uh, so when we talk about different elements like obviously that's there's a lot of like bold action and like fast thinking associated with the fire elements. But on top of that, it's the first one. So really headstrong and uh, people who like have a lot of bold risk-taking uh, kind of characteristics are associated with Aries. And because we're more knowledgeable about tarot than we are about uh zodiac signs the tarot card that is associated with aries is the emperor Huh. yes uh and in the smithwaite deck the emperor's throne has ram's heads embellishing the arms there you go yes and uh, obviously aries is associated with the ram we'll talk about that with some I keep getting astrology and, uh, the other word confused when we do astronomy? this. Thank you. They're too similar.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's all about the stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I did take a wee peep into the astronomy. you now you're making it hard. For I'm sorry. <laughs> me. Like most of the other constellations, I found it interesting. Uh, there's not too many bright stars going on in the Aries collection of, you know, stars but there are binary stars in there as well as some exoplanets and some meteor showers come from there, which I thought was neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did a little bit of research into the Greek myth because that's me. When I, I hit that
1: you- part in my research, I just skip it because I'm like, Lauren's going to read about this. Lauren's going to read, read about this. this. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so Aries being the ram is associated with the ram from greek mythology called chrysomalos which is the ram that gave the golden fleece and if you're familiar with the story of the golden fleece it was a magic ram that was the spawn of poseidon who turned himself into a ram in order to have his way with a nymph he found particularly attractive and in some versions of the story he turns her into a ewe and like gets it on with her as well the shepherd doesn't know what's going on anyway magic ram child of poseidon out, it's, I believe it's modern-day Georgia, but it was called Colchis back then, just on the Black Sea, part of the Greek world. Well, they weren't owned by, you know, they weren't, like, part of the Greek system. They were just, like, uh, regional to Greece, uh, ancient Greece. But um, you have two siblings, uh, Phrixus and Helle, and they were the prince and princess of, I believe, Colchis. Um, not certain, but somewhere in the region outside of Greece. Classic stepmother story. Mom dies, new stepmom comes in. She engineers a situation where these children have to be exiled or sacrificed, and then the magic ram comes in and saves them. Um, unfortunately, the girl Hellas falls off of the magic ram, and that's why we call it the Hellespont, the part where the Black Sea opens up into the Mediterranean. That's the ancient name for it. And uh, Phrixus, the son who survives, uh, joins the family of King Aedes in the region and he and the magic ram is sacrificed as a thanks for his being saved from his evil stepmother. And the golden fleece is in the protection of King Aedes in Colchis. And the myth of the, like the historical stuff behind the golden fleece, the symbol of, you know, Ares, I thought was really interesting because there is uh, possibly some references to sheep's fleeces uh, or just various woolly fleeces being used for uh, gold mining, for getting gold flakes out of things. Like the water would pass through, the gold flakes would stay in the fleece, and then they'd hang it out to dry, and the fleeces would be all golden with the gold flakes. And then that's how they'd get, they'd uh, harvest the gold. Cool. That was really neato. Mm-hmm. I cool. just really enjoy the. um the Golden Fleece myth, because one of my favorite movies growing up was the old Ray Harry House and Jason and the Argonauts one. And I just really loved, you know, the idea of the Golden Fleece being surrounded by the, you know, guarded by the Hydra whose teeth, when you plant them, grow into you put them in the ground, soldiers come up. Everybody loves fighting skeletons. Yeah. It's awesome. Font- Fond childhood memories. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and another connection I thought was interesting. The sign is called Aries, but it's not super directly associated with the god Aries being the Greek god of war, but it is slightly because I know the planet associated with the sign is Mars, which is the, it's assigned to Aries. That's the Roman name for Mm -hmm. Aries, the god of war. And um, also the sacred grove where the Hydra and the Golden Fleece laid was a sacred grove of the god Ares. So it's hmm. it's interesting that it's not named directly for the god of war, but is strongly associated with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. And that's Greek mythology corner with Lauren.
1: Yay. I love that corner. (laughs) Yeah. So again, action oriented, passionate, bold, impulsive, impatient. These are all um, associated with people who I'm sorry, there's a cat battle happening behind me. (laughs) They're really getting into that Aries like war spirits. Um, (laughs) (laughs) anyway so astrologers generally uh, think that each sign kind of like learns the lessons by the preceding sign so like it's kind of a cycle like we talk about with you know the various wheel of the year and all that kind of stuff that you like take in what you learned in the previous season but because Aries is the first sign of the cycle that is why it is associated with kind of like impulsivity and like taking action and maybe not like thinking about it first so I thought that was fun
0: uh, it's also nice because fire being the spark there's no life without fire exactly it's a good place to start yeah um, I have my list of famous Aries that I've pulled from
1: various corners of the internet if you'd like to yes, go yes. over that please uh, Mariah Carey Jackie Chan Nice, Leonardo da Vinci. That was Ooh. a fun one. Mm-hmm. Harry Houdini. Ooh, these are Chavez. Hmm. Elton John. Uh huh. Lots of artists I saw. Uh huh. Lady mm-hmm. Gaga. Very nice. Diana Ross. Oh wow. Jonathan Van Ness. Hmm. And Pharrell. Oh okay. And Little Nas X lots of icons it's a good it's a good icon list of uh famous people there Mm -hmm. excellent lots of gay icons i was gonna say that's what i was implying (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then uh just for fun because the co-star best careers list has been so silly for all of these i did write Mm -hmm. that down as well stunt double part-time punk nice pro wrestler. Okay. Petty thief. Nice. And cereal box mascot, which was really why I wrote all
0: of this down because what is that? <laughs> You're so was silly. It Aries one of mine. <laughs> I think Aries was my. So
1: I was going to ask,
0: sign? I was going to ask, I think it might be your rising. Where were you? What, what town? No, you cause in? I had a, I had a cancer sandwich. Oh. Cause like, oh, I think Aries
1: was the middle one, which is the moon sign. What town were you born in? Because I have it pulled up now because I couldn't remember.
0: Okay, Emily, pick us back up. Okay. After some consternation and doing some Googling of my charts, we remembered that I, Lauren, am in fact an Aries moon, uh, which Emily has kindly explained to me. We had a delightful time with that, explaining that inner me, Uh, Yes. Has Aries qualities. Yeah. So uh, do do
1: you uh, do you feel like you associate with the Aries qualities of of your moon sign?
0: Yeah, sure. I'm angry all the time. (laughs) I'm angry and hotheaded and make bad decisions like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know this about me <laughs> uh
1: yeah it's uh the moon sign can also be kind of like how your gut reactions are like your immediate feelings about things like before you take the time to like think about things and process them how you just like immediately feel about them so right oh <laughs> <laughs> <Aww.
0: laughs> I mean, that's kind of why I have Athena as my patron goddess, because she is about being strategic about when you fight. And I need that because that is not my first impulse. (laughs) (laughs) That is my thought.
1: Yeah. And just a quick refresher on uh, what moon sign means, because remember Lauren's uh, sun sign is cancer, uh, but you have three big signs that you talk about in astrology, which we are working to learn and understand better. So just a quick refresher for everyone else who is working to learn those better. The moon sign is uh, more about your internal personality than uh, external and about how you feel about situations and like maybe respond internally to situations as opposed to how you present outwardly Mm -hmm. think of it kind of as like it goes along with shadow work a little bit like the moon
0: shadow yeah nice Mm -hmm. nice well this has been a fun little learning session about the aries zodiac
1: you're very pointy with your ram's horns and crab claws
0: i am Mm -hmm. i'm very pointy stay away (laughs) (laughs) Click, clack, click, clack, click, clack. We do have some ram's horns decorating our mantle. There you go. Maybe it's my secret Aries moon coming Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. Wow. That about wraps it up for us. We have a ton of shameless self-promotion. So if that's not for you, duck on out right now and we'll see you later. But uh, let's take it away. Who wants to go first? You could go first. Okay, well, I will be having a shop update on April 3rd, 9 a.m. Pacific, with all of my Bridgerton yarn, which is exciting. And then the week after that will be a Tolkien update. But let's just show off the Bridgerton stuff now. I will have returning favorites. I will have my Bridgerton self-striping, which is nice pastels, very calming, springy to look at, with coordinating colorways, Daphne, which is blue, and Eloise, which is green so it's that's very nice very very inside very the soft. bridgerton's home if you watch the
1: show it looks just like their house very that like was the plan soft
0: eggshell colors mm-hmm. lots of creamy undertones going on here yeah and then i have my featherington colorway which is pop pop bright spring colors there's bright bright greens there's a pink a little peachy orange a very bright yellow and that's the coordinating color for this one it's penelope who is the only lovable Brit or feathering 10 i must it's say true. <laughs> we love penelope so much mm-hmm. so i've got that and then i've got the new colorway that i'm so excited about this is the sharma colorway for the sharma sisters and i have two coordinating colorways to go with it i have this Nice peachy one with bright pink speckles. They're very nice and subtle for Edwina. And then this rich ultra electric purple with deep purple speckles for Kate. That one's so pretty. I love it. I'm not going to lie. I think I kind of crushed it on the self-striping. It's got the two colors that I mentioned, as well as two shades of teal ones like soft and minty. And one is like deep and stormy and we have like a saffron yellow and kind of a mauvey purple going on, which is inspired by their mom, Mary, who I like in the show. I like all of, I like all of the new characters. I'm stoked on season two. I'm a big fan. I'm kind of expecting this one to be popular. So uh, if you want any of the new colorways that were inspired by season two, I will, if they sell out, I will be posting a pre-order very soon after that. And if you care about things being the same lot, I highly recommend you either get everything ready to ship or wait and get everything pre-order. Um, but Switch. don't worry, there will be enough for everybody. Very excited about this. And I'm also... I put all the colors on my desk because I wanted to show them and the Bridgerton collection looks really good together and I'm thinking of offering five stain pre-order sets. We shall see if anybody wants that. And that would be like bright yellow, soft blue, soft green, peach pink, and like an electric purple. It'd be nice. really fun for like a crazy color work project.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yay! Yay. Yay! So pretty! And that is what I've got. What do you have?
1: What do I have? I have <laughs> pre-orders up for my witchy pocket pocket zipper bag. Uh, it's sold out right away. There are no more ready-to-ships available in either my or uh, junk Junkyard shop, so you can get the individual bag pre-order on my Kitty with a Cupcake shop right now. And I also... Uh, have all of the individual pins and stuff up still those are all ready to ship uh, so if you place an order with the bag and pins your pins are going to wait until your bag ships unless you place two separate orders and Kemper does have a pre-order up for the poly Pocket yarn set if you want just the yarn uh, but we're totally sold out of kits maybe they'll come back in the future maybe they won't Stay tuned. Yeah. And then also tell us
0: more about the Macaron Box Collection.
1: Yes. So the Macaron Box Collection I'm planning on releasing on April 12th. Uh, that will be the Macaron Box, which will include the vanilla macaroon free pattern as well as the lavender macaroon uh, for a launch. And that pattern will debut for $5 and it's going to get progressively Uh, more expensive as I add more versions to it. So get it early if you want to get all of the versions for a bargain. And the vanilla macaroon will be up separately as just a free pattern. So if you just want to do the free pattern, you can do that too. And it is currently up early for Fiber Coven members. So if you join the Fiber Coven, you can get the pattern
0: for free early if you don't want to have to wait until April 12th. Excellent. And if you're looking to find us anywhere on the internet to find out anything about what we just talked about uh, or our show notes, you can go to fibercoven.com and that will direct you to Emily's patterns or merch or my yarns or our Patreon, where we have a wonderful group of people. And like if you're not in our coven, something cool we do is we have familiar Fridays where we all just share pictures of our pets, which is very nice and a reason you should become a patron. Anyway, yes. check all that stuff out at fibercoven.com. Indeed. And until next week, Kevin, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.